Welcome to the Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Your host, Sue Meyer, is a Catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. I'm Sue Meyer. Today, we are kicking off our first aid and homeopathy series. I I say we're kicking it off. Today's actually going to be a review because what we're going to do is we're going to kind of go over all of the things we've already done in our podcasts in the past and uh, because Joy thought it would be fun to do a series of first aid podcasts because we have so many questions about different first aid issues and I thought oh my gosh how much fun would that be so what we're going to do is I, I started to go through some of the first aid situations it's like you know we have done so much of that in the last six years so I decided to kind of do a podcast for so much because we have so many new listeners now that I thought I'll just go through and I will talk about some of the things we've already done. And then from here, we will go on and we will do more first aid situations. Now, all of the podcasts that we've done in the past, like, you know, basic homeopathy 101, um, dehydration, different things like this that we're going to talk about today, we have printables that list all the different remedies that we talk about in our members corner our members corner is growing very very quickly and i know with all the difficult times going on in the world right now it's people are just gravitating to these types of forums that they can have good helpful information and um so anyway we're trying really really hard to have a full body (laughs) forum a full so that our members can get information just about anything health-wise that, you know, they're seeking information about. So with that, we're going to go ahead and we're going to kick off this first aid and homeopathy series. And like I said, for all you new listeners, I'm going to run through all these different podcasts that we do have up already. And for all of you who are veteran members, you've already heard all these but you know it's it's a good idea to review them fact is i get a kick out of going back and reviewing some of my old podcasts and the flyers the printables i don't listen to the podcast but i do like to go back over the printables because you know we forget what we've talked about it's so it's really really fun but also i would like to say that in our members forum i'm some of the things that we do are you know the recipes you know the herbs helpful tidbits and things like that for different injuries or situations we know how important it is to have a wide variety of information so all right first aid in homeopathy so like i said in the next few weeks we're actually going to talk about um, homeopathic remedies and any natural helpful tips that are used for acute first aid situations because it's important to understand what you are and aren't supposed to do i have a friend that i'm hoping in the next few weeks we can actually get a, a recording a video recording he's um he's a pa and he's um loves to work with kids he homeschools he loves to work with kids and i'm hoping that we can get that recorded that he's going to do a you know kind of a 
what to do in a first aid situation video for our members group. So hopefully that takes place very, very shortly. Um, and so, like I said, we're listing these many first aid podcasts that we've already done. And like I said, you can find those printables in our members corner. So as with all other homeopathic remedies, many of these remedies that you're gonna, we're going to talk about, you're going to hear me repeat them over and over again. But that's because homeopathic remedies, they have many rubrics or many symptom pictures, and therefore they have many uses. So for the new, like I said, the new members, if, if you hear me talk about Bryonia for dehydration, you're also going to hear me talk about Bryonia for sprains and injuries that way. And as you learn these remedies, you're going to say, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Okay. So it's, it, learning homeopathy is fun. It's exciting. And if you have the homeopathy for mommy's book at the beginning of the book, we talk about the different remedies and the many uses of the remedies. And I say, it's really a good idea to get a good idea about that particular remedy. Memorize the words in red, the name of the remedy, the words in red, and the words in blue. And you're going to very, be very, very proficient at being able to use a remedy very quickly for any situation. So what we have here, so like in the first one we have is basic homeopathy 101. And I, I suggest that everyone start with basics the basic treatments of in homeopathy. And by that, we go through and we talk about potency. Like I said, this is extremely basic treatment. This is kind of what I talk about in my intro to homeopathy because it is so basic. And, we, and it's important that you understand potencies. And it is also important that you understand the frequency. How often do I give a remedy? And again, there's no set directions for frequency. So we talk about that and in general, three to 10 doses a day can be given of a particular remedy. There's sometimes um, remedies are called for every half hour or every hour on an as needed basis for acute situations. And I say acute, acute is something that comes on quickly. And so we talk about the frequency in this basics 101. And then we also talk about succussion. Succussion is how to prepare your remedy just before taking it. Um, and water dilutions. We do talk about water dilutions because that's sometimes a very proficient way of giving a homeopathic remedy. And then, you know, the different types of preparations they have for homeopathic remedies. You know, whether they're granules or pellets or um, globules. We talk about how different elements can cancel homeopathic remedies. For instance, mint. Okay, that's really, really huge. Any mint candy, any mint toothpaste, any mint floss or toothpicks, things like that that can actually cancel a homeopathic remedies use. And coffee will cancel very many, quite a few homeopathic remedies as well. And then again, strong odor. We never open homeopathic remedies in the presence of strong odor. And these are all, like I said, this is all in the basics, the basic homeopathy treatment and It'd be great if you could go back and listen to that if you're a new member or you're a new person to homeopathy. And even if you're not new, like I said, if you're a veteran, it's really good to review these things. Because this, like even in our live Q&A the other day, one of our members, he said, don't forget, new members, no mint. He says, and, I, and I'm more guilty of forgetting to tell new people not to eat mint than anyone. Because I, I know better. And yet it's one of the main things that I forget to tell someone if I'm like I'm, I'm working with a client or 
someone has just joined the membership, I do forget. I forget these simple little things. And even, you know, I forget to tell people not to expose their homeopathic remedies to magnetic instruments. Um, watch the radiation. You know, when you're flying, wrap them in foil so that they're protected. Um, when you're going through any area that's like, you know, an x-ray machine at the airport, have your homeopathic remedies wrapped in foil so that just in case um, that exposure is, is strong, too strong, it can actually, you know, affect homeopathic remedies. And no one knows exactly how much it affects them, but they suspect very strongly that it does, does affect them. So like I said, our Basics 101 homeopathy is so exciting. I just, I, I really like it. It's, it's a good little, a good little podcast. And I do suggest that everyone check that out because it is very, very helpful. Our next podcast that I want to talk about is dehydration. And the thing in first aid is when I always think of first aid, I think about the Boy Scouts and I think about, um, you know, people, who, you know, who are out hiking and persons who are camping. And those are the situations I always think of. But we have to remember that anyone who plays sports, anyone who's outside gardening, anyone who's cutting, you know, like cutting wood. Um, I have I have a friend who does tree trimming, uh, you know, and, and things like that. You know, anything we do in life, you can be going grocery shopping and trip over a crack in the sidewalk and require first aid treatment. So anyone everyone and anyone needs first aid information and dehydration oddly enough can happen to anyone especially on a hot day and I always forget about dehydration because when I was growing up I will tell you like we were out bailing hair whatever we were doing all of our outdoor activities our horse shows and things like that my mom followed us around with watermelon we always had a huge jug of water and so she was always pushing this stuff on us and and so we didn't, I don't, I don't remember ever getting dehydrated as a child, but as when I grew older, I didn't have mom following me around with all these, these wonderful little hydration tips, you know, and I actually have gotten dehydrated many, many times as an adult and you learn to recognize it, um, by certain little symptoms. But this is the, this is what we talk about in, um, our homeopathic remedies for dehydration and the symptoms or the rubrics that you will recognize as, as you know, like I said, as you become dehydrated and some of the situations that can cause dehydration. So I really like this um, podcast. It's, I think it's really, really important. I think it's a really good one for us to go over with our children as well, because like I said, as a child, I never thought about, oh, gee, am I hydrated? And because my mom always took care of us and my dad, you know, like even when we were bailing, hay and things like that. If we were sweating too much, you know, of course, many athletes will actually take salt pills. Oddly enough, that really helps to replenish. But like I say, we talk about that in this, in this podcast, and it is really important to know, understand that and to be able to go over it. And amongst all of these other things, we do have an EMF handout as well. Very simple. That's just, you know, short information about um, it's the handout that goes with the podcast in the handouts in the members group, but the podcast talks about EMF, um, pollution and how it affects our body and you know, what we can, what kind of symptoms do we have? You know, it's invisible. It's like, uh, when germs used to be invisible before they seen them under a microscope, they knew they were there, but they couldn't prove it. <laughs>
And I think about EMFs as, this, as the same type of situation. You can feel it. It affects you. It alters your moods, um, the way you feel, your, your sleep habits, things like that. And so we talk about that in the podcast and what to do about it. Okay. So, um, and again, this is, a, this is a topic that will be more enhanced upon in the near future because it's just in the last 10 years five years actually, or even less, that we're all being so, so affected by EMFs. And so like I said, in the podcast, we talk about that. And as time goes on, we're going to have more information about that as well. All right. The next one I want to touch on is back injury. And when I say back injury, it's a, there's a homeopathic remedy that I absolutely love for back injury and it's called Tellurium Metallicum and Tellurium Metallicum is I have seen this remedy work so well for persons with back injury in my new book I have this beyond acute care we talk about the Tellurium Metallicum in there and we give a lot of good information and actually in the in the members corner all this information is also listed under this particular remedy under this podcast title but Tellurium Metallicum, like I said, is for, I've seen it actually take like a ruptured disc and amazing, amazing healing very, very quickly. I always like to give Hypericum, the homeopathic remedy Hypericum for the nerve pain because that's the type of nerve pain you get. You have terrible nerve pain and you'll get inflammation as well. So I like to use fenicaine, but again, we talk about all that in the podcast. So for those of you who, like I said, who have not gone back and listened to all of our different podcasts, this is one that you will be happy that you've listened to, the Back Injury podcast. I don't know if it's called Tellurium Metallicum or if it's called Back Injury, but Tellurium Metallicum, like I said, is the Back Injury remedy. Another really good remedy for helping um, with different pains and is nephalium and that is sciatica pain and that's spelled g-n-a-p-h okay but sciatica pain i have used this remedy so often especially for pregnant women as their hips are shifting they'll get terrible sciatic pain and so nephalium is a lifesaver i i just can't even say it enough but this podcast and you know again the printable in the members corner i just Oh, it's invaluable. <laughs> okay. It's a, and again, the, all of the remedies that I talk about are in my podcasts are now in my new book, Beyond Homeopathy for Mommies of Beyond Acute Care. And because this is, you know, the, these are acute situations, but it can also become very, very chronic very quickly if it's not taken care of properly. We also have, we do have a podcast out about Lyme's disease. It's, um, the protocol that I have used very successfully for persons and animals with Lyme. And so the podcast is, you know, it's out there. And again, if you fail to catch what we talk about on there, you can always find the printable in the members corner. And Lyme is in a, it, you know, it's a, a lot of people just absolutely panic when it comes to ticks. I know the first time, like I said, I tell the story in the podcast about the first tick that we ever seen. When we lived in Michigan, there was no, no such thing as a, a tick that stuck its head in you. Oh my gosh. And so we moved to Minnesota. One of our friends came out and the first, so the first tick we seen that fall when we moved, 
was in, in the one of the our friends that came to visit and we're all standing around looking at this thing burrowed into his chest oh my goodness but anyway lime came out you know a few years ago and as time goes on we're obviously we're going to you know herd immunity we're going to become more immune to lime just like we did west nile and all the diff other diseases that come through you know you can still get them of course but there is dna wise we do become more immune to diseases as we're exposed and so i i can honestly say that the last two years it's a rare person that actually reports a bullseye um there's a lot of people who have they find out oh i have limes you know and um so how what do i do about it sue you know this is what i hear a lot and it's like don't panic um, have you been on antibiotics for it? You know, what's, what's been going on? And so we treat the symptoms. We give the protocol, the Lyme protocol, and then we treat the symptoms with whatever remedies are making themselves known. And so there's great success in, with homeopathy in treating Lyme. We also have a series of home, um, podcasts on bacterial issues. And when I say bacterial, we have an infection protocol that we talk about, but there's also you know, what are bacterial infections? And then how do I recognize them? And, you know, like sepsis, we talk about, I think we actually have a podcast called or titled sepsis. And, you know, what are you going to, how are you going to take care of that? How are you going to treat that homeopathically? And then we have, I talk about infection, bacterial infections in great depth because I have had quite a lot of personal experience with bacterial infections. Um, and the interesting thing about bacterial infections is it can it can begin as like an injury. And then, you know, if it's something happens and and it becomes infected, you know, the, the, the infection, the bacteria isn't ousted by the body right away. And then it, you have a full-blown infection, which turns into sepsis and so on and so forth. So we talk about that a lot on these podcasts. So again, we have bacterial infections, we have the bacterial protocol, and then we also have a podcast called sepsis, which is really, really a good one because I have a lot of people who I'll get reports, oh, so-and-so was just taken to the hospital, they have sepsis. You know, how do things get to that point? That's why I always ask people, what were your symptoms? Oh, I don't know. I didn't know I was getting sick. Yes, you did. You know, we have to learn, and, and that's part of being responsible for our own health. And that's some of the things that we learn in, in homeopathy and on, on homeopathy for mommies. I, I stress, watch your children. Watch, you know, like I'll actually say to my husband, honey, how are you feeling today? Because I'll notice I don't say you look sick because sure, shoot. And as soon as you tell someone they look sick, they're going to start getting sick. But I'll notice something. I'll notice maybe rings under his eyes or, you know, whatever. And I'll just make a suggestion. I remember the other day, one of my sons had um, was just sitting there visiting with me. And I said, can I give you a homeopathic remedy? He said, no. <laughs> I said, please, just for your mom. Oh, fine. So, you know, he didn't even know what I was looking at. I went and got a homeopathic remedy, came back, gave it to him. Oddly enough, he fell asleep and took a, a solid nap for almost two hours. And he's an, he's an adult. He woke up. And he was a totally different man. But the thing is, is I seen something that he was in need of. 
And so that's as mothers and caregivers, that's what we try to teach in homeopathy for mommies is how to see these symptoms, these rubrics that are going to, that, that come up. And you don't have to like banter someone. If it's just an acute situation, you don't have to, you know, sit them down and put them under a flashlight and, you know, question them until they start crying. <laughs> but you just notice little things, give them a remedy for the acute situation and they're going to snap right out of it. So anyway, um, these are very, very helpful podcasts and very helpful printables that talk about the bacterial infection, whether it be an actual bacterial infection like strep or staph, or whether it be a virus that's gone secondary and caused pneumonia, or whether it be sepsis due to, you know, complications of um, delivery, any of those, we talk about all those situations. And so I, I really appreciate the fact that we have so many wonderful members because even in our forum, they're always chatting about these things and helping each other. I just, I love it. It's great. Okay, and then we have things that aren't quite so serious, even in our even in our first aid category, and that's like bugs, bites, and stings. And again, there's some people that are extremely allergic. This is one of our very first uh, printables that we ever did was the bug bites and stings because what happened was we used to just do the podcast and we never put a printable to it. And then somebody said, oh, could you repeat all those? Repeat those remedies, repeat them. <laughs> so that's how it kind of, it was, you know, everything evolves, right? So the printables have been an evolution of our website and we're loving it. Um, the problem with that is I'm less impromptu. You know, I used to just sit on the, you know, sit with my microphone and talk, you know, blah, 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 talk to the wall. Now I have to be a little more studious and say, make sure that it follows my notes. <laughs> So I'm probably more boring than I used to be. But anyway, bug bites and stings has been really, really helpful to a lot of people. And then there's just a natural bug spray here that, you know, you can make that's on the printable. And things you can do to strengthen your body and your immune system so you're not so susceptible to bug bites. Because I don't know if you've ever noticed this, you can sit in, you can go camping and half the people are getting chewed alive. The other half are saying, well, it's not so bad out here. So, you know, why does that happen? That podcast will explain that to you. <laughs> okay. We also have, we talk about poison ivy. Poison ivy is a huge issue with a lot of people. And what you can do to homeoprophylactically help your system avoid poison ivy in the future. We talk about snake bites. And this is the one subject that I honestly, and I even tell you in the podcast that I am not an authority on snake bites. I don't live in an area where there's poisonous snakes and it's not even something we learned growing up. So I had to do research and what I found in my research is what I've put in the podcast. And I've just simply made the homeopathic remedies available to persons who do live in these areas and have to deal with snake bites and, um, and that that is a real issue. And I have a lot of people that thanked me for this podcast. So that's great. And I know this is not what you would call in a first aid situation, but Joy has thrown the headaches podcast into our first aid area. And this is a part one and part two because headaches, again, you know, it can be an injury. It can be caused from an injury. So we've thrown it in here and headaches are a huge issue with a lot of people. I had one young man and I talk about that in the Tellurium Metallicum. Actually, that's right. We do have, we have the Tellurium Metallicum and then I have Tellurium Metallicum revisited because I had a young man that was having recurring migraines for n over nine months. And eventually I realized when I did the Telmet podcast, 
the first one, I realized that, oh my gosh, this young man had all the symptoms of the Talmet injury, spinal injury. So I went back and I asked him, did you ever, did you ever have a concussion? And he started laughing at me. He goes, well, yeah. And I said, when? And as it turned out, I think this is in November and he had had a concussion in February, the same year. And that's after that is when he developed the migraines. And it's like, I didn't know that. See, I didn't put that together. I don't know if he told me, I don't, he didn't tell me, um, because it wasn't his issue, you know, he just started having these migraines. Anyway, long story short, so we revisited the Talmet. We did another podcast and I explained how, see, human factor, lack of information. And anyway, he took the Talmet and never threw up again. Now he still um, had headache, another headache later, but no throwing up and another dose of Talmet and no more headaches. So it was amazing, amazing. So like I said, very often it can be caused from a injury. Okay. Then we have, and this is what this was, this podcast was Joy's idea. Joy, Joy is my assistant and you know, my daughter-in-law Lori is also, you know, helpful on our members forum. They're always taking care of, you know, they're stomping out fires and helping to take care of all of our members. And Joy says, you need to do a makeover your medicine cabinet podcast. So I'm like, what do you mean? And she goes, well, people who are just finding out about homeopathy, they want to know how to replace the things that are regularly in their medicine cabinet with homeopathic remedies and then how to use them. So we did a podcast about that. Um, we should probably do another one because I mean, it's really, really good. I love this podcast. It's one of my very favorites for new newbies. But like I said, we could elaborate on that a little bit more because it, it's really helpful. And how like using homeopathic remedies to replace the things that we were raised with. Because oddly enough, we have a lot of people that come to homeopathy because they're in the medical system, the pharmaceutical system. Now, I'm not saying we don't need doctors because we definitely do. But what I'm saying is when you're not getting the help from the medical institution, <laughs> you know, the allopathic, the conventional Western medicine system, if you're not getting help. You have something that's becoming chronic. Chances are very, very good that you will find help in the realm of homeopathy. And so that's how we get a lot of uh, newbies. Uh, that's how I came to homeopathy. That's how all the doctors I work with came to homeopathy. That's how everyone, except the doctors from India, <laughs> but everyone in the United States has come to homeopathy out of need. And so, you know, once you get there, what do I do now, right? I mean, I was lucky. I had a friend, um, my mentor, Jim, Jim Larson, who was a homeopath and a naturopath, he was on call 24 seven for my stupid questions. Okay. Because he was such a good friend and he taught my, my kids and in, in, he taught history and English to my children in homeschool as well. And so he was just there. I had a question. He answered it. It was amazing. But you know, how many people have that luxury in their life? So where do you, how do you begin? So the Makeover Your Medicine Cabinet is a great podcast and printable to really, really help you. I say the printable because all the things I talk about in the podcast are listed. And we list actually 15 homeopathic remedies and their basic uses. And again, they're all refortified in my book, Homeopathy for Mommy. So on the list, you can look them up in the book and you can really learn these remedies well and how to use them. Okay, remedies for injury and surgery. Now, Again, this is, a, to me, this is first aid, okay? <laughs> and the remedies for injury and surgery care. And uh, once you understand these remedies, you can pretty much take care of any 
acute critical injury situation, whether it be from, you know, um, someone had a tooth pulled and they had the little magic nose or they had to have anesthesia and surgery or something like that, or they have a cut and a wound that got infected or, you know, what to do for a sprain or a strain or a sliver. All these different things are listed on this injuries for remedies for injuries and surgery care. Okay, another one that is really important for first aid care is the Sunburn podcast. And the Sunburn podcast, again, it gives you, we have our homemade like sunburn spray, you know, like to protect yourself when you're out in the sun. And then we even have our, um, another recipe that you can use nano, non-nano zinc oxide and essential oils. And then if, what to do if a burn occurs, um, and then homeopathic remedies that are great for burns and what are the rubrics or what are the, the main points on each of those particular remedies. It's a great little quick printout in the members corner that goes along with the podcast, Sunburns in Our Skin. Another really important podcast, and I've probably over this last six years, this is one of the, I don't know what year I did this one on tetanus, but I have had more emails about this tetanus podcast than any other podcast, you know, all probably all of them put together. I've, I've made many good friends after they listen to this tetanus podcast because it is a very, very important podcast. Um, we go back to the history of Compton Burnett in 1903 and how he, he talks about tetanus and hyperic, tetanus, hypericum, and ledum, uh, what to do if, you know, someone steps on a nail or gets an injury that could cause tetanus or, you know. So anyway, it's a great one and it's, it's important to understand if for first aid situations. And I encourage everyone, and even if you're, like I say, a veteran, please go back and listen to it anyway, because it's so good to solidify this in your mind. And um, especially today, when we're dealing with so many um, laws that are pushing us into having these types of vaccines and why we necessarily don't want to get a tetanus vaccine. Okay. So we talk about all that in this podcast, and then it it gives you more information in the printable as well. So that pretty much brings us to the end of our podcast today. It's, it's been, it's not really, really long, but that's the forerunner of our first aid series. I don't know um, homeopathy and first aid. I don't know how, how long we'll run this series, but honestly, I'm kind of excited about it because it gives me topics again. <laughs> and there's so, so many situations in which, how do I use, okay, I have a cramp in my leg. The fact is, I think that'll, I'll be that, that'll be my next podcast because last week alone, just before I was getting ready to go, I had two young ladies that had um, severe menstrual cramps, okay? I don't like to get too technical on these podcasts because I know a lot of children listen to them, but that's a real problem nowadays. And then, you know, cramps in the legs, feet and toes for older people. <laughs> I have a friend who is a pianist. I've never actually had the privilege of listening to her play, but she's one of the most famous piano teachers in our area. I mean, everyone wants her to be their teacher because she's so good and these kids go to, you know, go on to be proficient um, pianists in their adulthood. Anyway, long story short, she can, she says, Sue, I can't play anymore. She goes, my hands hurt so bad. And so anyway, when I was doing the research for muscle cramps and things like that, I, I threw that in there. So, um, it's really interesting how many subjects <laughs> we're going to be able to come up with in this series for first aid. 
and I think it'll be a lot of fun. And I hope that you guys, you know, feel free to send me your feedback. You know, if there's a, if there's a particular subject you would like me to talk about, you know, send us an email info at homeopathyformommies.com. Joy and Lori will answer your email and they'll forward the information to me. And, you know, hopefully we can be really helpful in the future here because as time ticks on here, I, there's just more and more people flooding to the world of homeopathy because they're sick and tired of being in the system. And uh, so I can encourage you with that to look at my book, Homeopathy for Mommies. It's a cute, care, a cute guide for families and caregivers. And then we, did, we just put out our new book, Homeopathy for Mommies. It's beyond acute care. It's for those who are becoming more and more proficient in the use of homeopathy. And even for caregivers, for doctors, um, other homeopaths, it's a really good reference guide for even case taking and a use in the office, things like that. So thank you so much for joining us here today. I, I really appreciate it. And like always, may God bless you and yours. Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com. Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.